Hello, and welcome to the Meltdown City Podcast with your hosts, Nicole Johnson and Allie Sundet. Our podcast is about reckoning with our restlessness and figuring out where we want to go next. We hope to laugh, inspire, connect. Thanks for listening. Woo! Woohoo! Hello, babe. Girlfriend. How are you? Good. How are you? Long time no see. I know. I'm so excited to reconnect. I know. Uh, it's good to see you. You look great. Thank you. You too. Um, I'm good. Gosh. <gasps> uh, do you, oh my gosh, do we want to do our meltdown moments? Yeah. I have one. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> this is the confessions of the podcast, actually. Oh, yeah. Shit, man. We just interviewed someone. I'm not going to talk about it all in detail, but... Essentially, I just interviewed somebody and it didn't really record. So. Nice. Excellent. (laughs) Oh, because Allie had a real parenting, real life parenting crisis. It wasn't parenting though. It was the whole um, car breakdown. Oh, shit. Remember? Like the thermostat went out in my car and my husband and I were like so on top of it. And we like scheduled a tow truck to come and get the car from work. That's right. And then the tow truck was late for like three hours. And my husband was sitting there waiting for this tow truck to arrive. And my nanny was at home and I had to call Nicole at the last minute and cancel our, you know, podcast interview because I couldn't leave my nanny there all night with my three kids. Yeah, that makes sense. God, that's a two for a meltdown moment. I know, it was in the same day. It was related sort of the same day. To each other. <laughs> Shit. Well, Shit. I mean, of course, I was forgiving of Allie because, you know, obviously life happens and no big deal. Exactly. But I have to reach out to that person and be like, "Shit, I'm sorry." Yeah. Recording. Hopefully, we'll re-record. But no, and I called Nicole and I apologized profusely. I felt bad for just being like, "Um, sorry, you're gonna have to do this on your own tonight, dude." But she was like, <laughs> "It's okay. <laughs> I got this." And it yeah. was, she did a great job. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, and thanks to great. that awesome gentleman Barry that you interviewed because he gave us tons of swag. Yeah, no, it was, it was really awesome. Yes. Yeah, coffee, water. Shout out to Broadcast yeah. Coffee. Yeah, thanks, Broadcast Coffee. Yes. Uh, Barry, I'm sorry that was you. We'll have to re-record your interview, but by the time this airs, you already know that. Right. <laughs> 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 <So, laughs> right. We're looking forward to doing that again. Yeah. Maybe we'll do it at the Riveter. Mm, I know. Oh. I can't wait to visit that space. So what inspirational stuff have you been up to? So I have some good stuff to share, too. This is exciting. Um, I signed up for the Riveter. Mm-hmm. It's a women-forward shared like working space. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all-inclusive in terms of men and women and who um, trans and whatever. It's really you know inclusive, but it's just women-forward, built by women. Um, and so anyway, uh, I, I've got a floating membership. So I, this week I've gone in twice and experience what that was like and they have a podcast studio and we're gonna try that yes we are i can't wait since we're having so many technical difficulties right we're back to our trusty iphone thank you iphone and apple (laughs) because these things are foolproof i tell you yes i just went on a super pro tip and i i didn't do it well (laughs) i failed hard on on the professional Audio Edition Pro Adobe. I'm not sponsoring you or anything or whatever. I just I just had some difficult. It's a prof- really professional P 
piece of equipment and I just don't know how to operate it. Right, and we need Al Simmons back here. Shout out to Al Simmons, super busy freelance audio engineer. Yeah, he was super helpful. But, but the he's problem so busy. Is I need. I think with this kind of stuff, I need. We need like a guy or a woman or somebody, a person, an expert. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the trusty iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Um, well, that's inspiring. So yeah. You went so, to a new space. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I also signed up for Upwork. Mm -hmm. .com. What's that? It's kind of like Indeed.com. It's like um, a freelancing website or website where basically they post people post jobs for things that they need. Like we could probably find a podcast editor or somebody on there, or you know, it's people like I need someone to help me write a website. Right. <laughs> We're just getting our website up right. and running. Right. I or I need someone who. Well, there was this one that was like, I need someone to write about travel nurses and how to inter integrate them into the workforce. Um, and that's obviously, I know all about that, but that's nursing related. So I actually wrote, wrote these guys a, and sent them a proposal. Um, I didn't hear anything, but you got to try. Yeah, that's amazing. So. And you are going on, a, a, tell us about the experience you're going to do on November 3rd. Oh, I'm going to the, um, I'm going to Cambodia for the international nursing program that Leah Golden set up um, like two years ago. She was already working full time, going to school, and a mother of two. Uh, and she had all this free time, not really, she just created the time for herself, built this great, enormous program. And so the University of Washington has a professional relationship with Cambodia. And so um, I'm going, and going to be working in the two different hospitals there. So for how long? Two weeks. Exciting. And it's, I'll be, you know, that's great because I get to put my love of travel and nursing together. And, mm -hmm. um, I mean, and the thing is you have to be culturally sensitive and appropriate. We can't just be going and they're like, you need to do it this way and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So, and we do it better because we're from the United States. Right. So we're cutting edge. Right. So it'll be, uh, it'll just be like tiny little baby steps, um, but it'll be really, I'm sure it'll push me and, and I'll grow from it. Um, so one of my friends, our friends, uh, Ann Tarpey, she's going to come and visit me for part of the time while oh, I'm there. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that'll be cool. Can you tell us about your um, recent trip to Italy? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Jesus, this girl is on fire. Am I wrong here? It's so I'm very, crazy. I'm very blessed. Well, I went to Italy. I just got back from Italy. Um, Austin, you, Italy, Cambodia. You're going to be like, oh why my. is this lady even complaining about anything? Right. Right. <laughs> Meltdown moment. Schmeltdown moment. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, it was a family trip, though. It was with our parents. That's true. Um, and we've never done an international parent like a trip with our parents so it was me and my sister amy johnson and um my husband robert uh humble i almost called him robert johnson but that's my dad's name <laughs> <laughs> oh, well no <laughs> <laughs> um so we went over there to italy and met my parents who were already on a tour and like a they do these tours through gate one which is a small tour company um and so we met them over there, and I actually kind of was inspired to do this because of Mel. 
our friend Mel, Melanie Wimenauer, she always does these really cool trips with her parents. Oh, right, yeah. You know, they've gone to China and to Australia and to Europe and oh, a bunch of other places I can't remember. But right. anyway, so it was pretty good. It was great. Good. It wasn't pretty good. It was great. Italy. I mean, it was amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. Venice was so beautiful. And with your parents, come on, we all have aging parents and we want to spend time with them. I know. Before they go. That's so true. Seriously. People don't consider that. You got to spend time with your family while you have them here. I know. I was just thinking, you know, we're in our working years and our parents are retired now with all this free time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're working. So it's, it's, uh, it just makes it a little bit harder to spend as much time. But anyway, you, we have to make, make a priority. Make it a priority. Well, good for you, buddy. You're so fun. My parents were like, okay, so next year maybe we'll go to Greece. Oh, that would be fun, though. <laughs> yeah, it would be fun. It would be fun. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I would be very lucky to get to do that again. So. Exactly. Anyway, I travel hack this, though, you guys. Someday I'll sit and talk about how to get all kinds of air miles and so, I mean, I, I did, it wasn't like I flew first class or flew business class or bought the whole thing. I paid with miles and points. Good girl. That's a shout out to Matt Kepnes' book, Travel Hacker That's book amazing. that I bought, bought and downloaded and spent a lot of time reading and obsessing over. So anyway, if I can do it, you can do it. That's awesome. I just went all over the place with my stuff. Um, oh my god! What have you been doing? Um, a lot less exciting, but still super important to me and my personal journey. It's important. It is important. <laughs> um, so anyway, remember how I mentioned many episodes ago how I wanted or was interested in making t-shirts? Well, I took the advice of Nicole's life coach and decided to give myself an impossible goal. And so I just went on customink.com, which is like a super easy t-shirt design app. No, website, not an app. Um, and created my own t-shirt and it's in route. So I ordered it and it's <gasps> going to take a little while to get here. So anyway. Can you say, tell us what you put, decided I'm to put on I'm not going to, but it has to do with freedom. And I think you guys okay. are gonna like it. I'll post it on our, our Instagram once I get it because I just want to make sure that it's like good quality and all that jazz. So, but yeah, I think awesome. it's cool. Yeah. And then I've been thinking a lot about like more design ideas and denim jackets and, and cool Native American patches. And I'm such a biker, rebel, western <laughs> cowgirl. So now, and I don't know <laughs> why. I don't know. It's just very interesting. I know. I feel like um, you're like from the <laughs> '70s in California, in like the Hell's Angels kind of. Not that you would be a Hell's Angel, but I can just see you. But I probably on the would. back of a bike. And maybe it's because my mother did do Harley riding. Oh, in her adult years. Yeah, she was like she went to the. All the Harley David con What's that called? and conventions. What's that called? The one that they do? Sturgis. Sturgis. And the love ride and all sorts of those things. So, thanks, Mom. Well, I don't think that's a bad thing. No, I think it's great. And I am obsessed with all of her, like, old leather and 
But you're not going to ride motorcycles, right? Actually, Andrew and I were thinking about that. We've been talking a lot about RVing and like mm -hmm. and getting a motorcycle, maybe. Probably when we retire, but... Just be careful. You know yeah. what they call those in the nurse world? What? I think they call them motor donors? Donor motor? Donor cycles? No, donor cycles. Oh, that's tough. It's really <laughs> true, though. I know. I'm sorry to be so crass, but... People it's die a, out there on those. I know. It's like, uh, well, it's hard because I once I dated a motorcyclist when I was 23. Who 20. was it? His name was Woj. <laughs> <laughs> I love him for the wow. He was an audio engineer guy. Uh -huh. He worked uh -huh. at Woj. the break room in the break room days. Uh-huh. And he rode motorcycles and he, he raced them and... He had a crotch rocket, yeah. and um, I I remember we were, we took a ride, a long ride up to Bellingham or something. So I rode on the back of it with uh -huh. him. But he told me you have to ride, like a everyone's gonna kill you, and b no one can see you. Interesting. Yeah, a little crotch rocket. <laughs> Whoa. That's a great name. I've never heard it before. I know. I never really knew like. The origin of that. No. Was it short for Wojerine? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know where to go with that. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> We're going to do a U-turn. We can. I have one book to recommend. That. So there is a women's empowerment group at my work, which I oh. am like a member at large because mm. I really can't participate all that much. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it was the new Brené Brown book yeah. called Dare to Lead. Mm -hmm. And she sent out this like, so it's not like a book club, but she just was like, hey, this great book came out. I think all of you guys should read it. And there's like an assessment, which is kind of fun when you get a book with an assessment of like yourself and your leadership skills and things like that. And Brené Brown wrote great books. She's a PhD. She's written a lot about shame and... Um, it's like self-development. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, like self-doubt and things like that. So mm. I, I'm, I feel like I experience that a lot, especially in the workplace. You know, just yeah. speaking up is hard and you're not sure if what you're going to say is stupid. And, and right. you know, it's hard to kind of get out of your comfort zone. But I think it's really good to do that. So anyway, I'm looking forward to reading that book. I asked my husband to order it for me on Amazon.com. That's awesome. Yeah, so those are my like little inspirational things that I happened to me. I follow Brene on Instagram. Do you? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, she's got little good little morsels of stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. Positive influence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, I wondered if there was anything that I was reading. Nope, but I'm going to tell you something fun that I'm doing. What? It's Halloween season, right? Oh, yeah. I love it. It's the middle of a... Is it the middle? It is the middle of October. Mm -hmm. So um, I, of course, love podcasts, and um, I've been listening to Spooked Season 2. Ooh. It's, all, it's kind of stuff I shouldn't listen to because I am total afraid of ghosts, but I, oh. it's all like ghost stories and mm -hmm. crazy stories, and so that's really fun. It's kind of fun to get into the spirit of Halloween. Ooh, I like it. And I will tell you one other podcast that I listen to, the, the Dax Shepherd podcast. Oh. Like armchair, armchair expert. Well, shit. 
something like that. But anyway, he interviewed his wife and it was really <gasps> cute because he was like, you will, I almost didn't publish this one because they were like bickering most of the beginning of it. Oh. And then it turned out to be really good. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I didn't finish it all because it was like an hour and 30 minutes. But what I heard was really good. I like that podcast. Oh, I'll have to check it out. That's yeah. cool. And Amy Schumer's on his most recent one too. I saw that. Yeah. Yes, that's so cool. Anyway, lots going on in the podcast world. And you're going up to Vancouver this weekend mm -hmm. to see... <gasps> My favorite murder! Yes! Amity and I are going up there, um, and we splurged, and we're doing the VIP meet and greets, and we're going to meet those ladies. Hell yeah. I, and you're going to interview them. Well... well we are. <laughs> we. You, I'm sure they have a meltdown that they can share with us. Yes. I mean, <clears throat> we are hoping and dreaming that someday we will connect with them. Yeah. Um, uh, I did actually email their publicist and ask them if they wanted to be on the show. You could say that's a little forward, being ambitious, but you have to reach for your dreams, man. We sure do. But, um, yeah, so we will meet them. I will... Shit, maybe I should just pull out the phone and say, Hey, I have this podcast, and it's all about meltdowns and midlife crisis stuff and getting on your path. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, self discovery. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll I'll, I'll just put it on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> People love that. Hey guys. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I'll, I'll definitely at least mention the podcast. And I mean, they were mentioned in the first episode. They sure of, were. Uh, this our podcast. So anyway, cool. Uh, yeah. So we're just doing some fun stuff. Yeah. Um, that'll be good. Should we get down to it? We should. Okay. All right. So we're going to talk about some stuff that can definitely cause meltdowns. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's really tough. Alex graciously decided to talk about how parenting can be difficult because um, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that are parents. Alex's a parent. I, I don't, I can't, I am a parent of three animals, but it's not the same. Um, it's definitely not the same. I'm sure everybody out there is like, it's not the same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, um, so we're just going to talk about um, some, some, how it was. I'm going to interview Allie about being a parent. Thanks. What do you think? No, I think it's great. And, and really, I want to talk about becoming a parent oh. and kind of the journey that happened to me and it was, it was I mean it's it's a lifetime journey right like once you're a parent you never go back <laughs> you That's can't true. turn back you're a parent forever um, if you're a good parent yeah. you're a bad parent you might that's be true. like you can walk away yeah that's you true can. yeah but I mean I most, don't think, most people don't walk away most people don't so anyway yeah we're gonna talk about that it'll be good okay question number one <laughs> <laughs> so becoming a parent let's talk about it okay how did you feel when your first child was born okay so this was the first the first moment that i realized like everything that i heard about parenting was wrong or a lie is and other people have talked about this so this is not an original thought or feeling but i was really dumbstruck and and just in kind of shock about the newborn that was sitting in my lap. I, I wasn't <gasps> overcome with love, joy, emotion, and tears. 
I was like, oh my god, oh shit, there he is. Yeah, that's him. You know, wow. yeah. All and of a sudden, was it like? I was just kind of like looking around and being like, oh my god, you know, like you know, there's people around you and mm-hmm. they're telling you what to do, and mm-hmm. and you're kind of looking at your husband and you're like giving him the whole, and then there's a lot of commotion mm-hmm. going around. But I was like just kind of bewildered and was you know just wondering when that like that wave of emotion and love would pour out of me and it it i can tell you that it did not come (laughs) not that day yeah um i mean and and this is what this this mother or this husband wife team that run this podcast or not podcast but a website or they did a ted talk and and it's called babble i think they talked about how their love for their children grew over time when you get to like form a relationship and Mm -hmm. that's when the love really comes and grows and so that was really reassuring to me when I heard them talk about that the first taboo of parenting is not feeling you know oh right oh no I don't have this emotion and sense overwhelming sense of love like this is the most beautiful thing love opens in your heart and I was just like oh maybe I'm crazy yeah that didn't happen for me it was just weirdness very strange feeling so that yeah that was kind of my first experience and then what i think was insane about like the first eight weeks three months whatever is, is like you're, you're thrust into this 24 7 grind of of work and responsibility yeah and i i know you work 12 hour days yeah but i don't know if you've ever worked a 24 no and a 24 and a no. 24 and a 24 i mean like no that's your no. new life yeah no way i haven't nothing nope yeah yeah so that's a, a a different grind which i was not prepared fucking ready for, for mentally prepared for no and the shittiest thing was that they're like okay well now that you have your baby you can't have sex for six weeks you can't exercise for a month you can't take a bath <laughs> you know and it was like well what can I do to take care of myself and make myself feel better because this is hard and I need an outlet you know yeah. or a release or some yeah. sort of like I felt like I was like vibrating for like three months straight because you're not really sleeping and you're just like on this weird fry of like adrenaline yeah. kind of fry like over yeah, like yeah you've been on acid for three months straight and you're just like oh my god what the fuck am I doing it's oh, so crazy you know that sounds nobody, really hard. Nobody gave you the heads up. Can't tell you that. Nobody told me that that was gonna happen to me. Shit. You know? Did you talk to anybody about that when you were experiencing that? <laughs> no, because it takes a long time to explain it like that. Right. And you only have 15 minutes with your do- at your doctor's appointment or half an hour or whatever, and they give you this stupid questionnaire that asks really, really specific questions like, have you thought about killing yourself? And it's like, no. I haven't maybe thought about that, but I've been thinking about a lot of other things that are on the spectrum of, of doubt and, right. and self-doubt yeah. and like is this and yeah. fear and you know yeah. Do you? This is off the script. No, it's fine. Go, Not the go off the script. That's what we're all about. Did you? Do you think maybe you had postpartum depression? I I think that everyone who has a new child does. 
Mm. But but it's not you can't you don't qualify because you answer those questions correctly. Right, you're like I'm not you there. Know? I'm not and here. I, like, these need to be revised because something weird is happening, <laughs> but I can't figure out what it is. And well, now now there's all these new diagnoses about like post like you have anxiety, like parental oh. Air anxiety. Oh. And shit like that. Yeah. Uh I was going to say um well, that thought was gone. That's okay. <laughs> it'll come back to you. Most likely it will come back to you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was so hard. And there were... Oh, I was going to say, yeah. well, you also, you have all these crazy changes in your oh, hormones. yes. Not, right. not, I mean, on top of the sleep deprivation. Yeah. And these, all these new responsibilities and mm -hmm. everything you have to do and all this pressure, mm -hmm. like, oh, to be a parent and to be the perfect parent. Right. Then your hormones are just being like, okay, hey, body. Mm -hmm. I'm not pregnant mm -hmm. anymore, so I'm going to try to go back to where I am. But then if you're breastfeeding, I mean, I don't know. I think I feel like I know, well, I mean, I know that your hormones are changing. And, oh, completely. You know, going from a pregnant body to a non-pregnant body. Right. I remember this one moment where I was just, I was just in tears. I was just weeping, weeping, like for hours, just being like, I was probably alone with you. <laughs> when this happened mm -hmm. but i was like because it was it is a very transformative experience and you're just kind of like overwhelmed with the beauty like oh. of a creation oh, and yeah. then but then it was like i can't live my life in this state of weeping right <laughs> so it was like pull yourself together <laughs> and stop fucking crying yeah you know and then from that moment on and then and now i get it like now i'm like you don't really have the ability to enjoy the beauty of the work that you've done you know right because you, on to the you have to take care and of a kid and do all this stuff you can't constantly live in this beautiful state of of wonder mm -hmm. you know even though it is quite a miracle and you feel you know right very excited and attached and love and emotion and hormones um but you can't constantly live in that state you have to <laughs> move on from it if you want to like get groceries and you know yeah. do the regular life stuff that you also have to do in addition to all this stuff so it was a real you know it was a real mess there for a little while mm. And an, and an identity crisis too. I don't know if there's like a perfect age to have children, but when I was 31, when I had my kid, I was well established on my, on my path of hanging out with my friends whenever I wanted, oh, hanging out with yeah. my husband, drinking alcohol whenever I felt like I wanted to, mm -hmm. you know, and then all of that changes. You're nursing and then you have to pump and dump and you, you hear about these people who just like oh yeah we, we had champagne and wine and house parties and life just got back to normal my life wasn't like that mm. i mean i was that kind of parent who was like i'm gonna give all of my time and energy there was just like no balance anymore everything was kind of thrown off kilter yeah for a long time yeah for a long time but my husband was great he was he always took like the night shift and and help wash the bottles and cook dinner and you know mm -hmm. he was wonderful did he know that you were having a hard time i think so <laughs> I, I don't mean, know how you couldn't i couldn't right <laughs> if you're living with me um but yeah. um i don't think thank goodness 
he had that same experience. He's kind of like a natural about like everything almost kind of like mm. he's so laid back and patient and calm. And he also smokes a lot of pot. So <laughs> that might be part of it. Uh. Um, but we're a real nice balance, I guess. And so he was always like kind of that rock when those weird hard times cool. happened. But there was a ton of pressure to like nurse correctly and nursing was hard with all of my three kids that yeah. never became easy there's like always a tutorial and yeah you know how to do things right and the pressure to nurse instead of you know formula well, right and well, at some point i mean you know i mean obviously they sometimes it's really hard um from an anatomy standpoint and also because and, well, and also, you can get thrush on your nipples, and you can get all this stuff, and, and babies have kind of gummy, hard, you know, it can be painful. And, oh, yeah. I mean. The latch. Anyway. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure on it as a new parent. Yeah. As a new mom. Yeah. And all that. to do it right. Yeah. Yeah, that that was there, and there there's I remember like just kind of going through the motions. I felt like I was really going through the motions for like five years, where I was like, I'm not sure what I'm doing. I'm not sure if I'm doing anything right, but I'm you know showing up every day. Everything, right. Everything seems to be fine, you know, ticking all the boxes and showing up at all the checkups, and you know. Um, as a friend, and as a, also as an outsider looking in. Yeah. I, I mean, it always felt like you totally had your shit together and that you were doing a great job as a parent. And we, we all knew that you, your priority was to your kids and, you know, and you, anyway, you did it. You've been doing an amazing job. Thank you. That's really nice to hear. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad now. I mean, obviously the perspective changes after time and you, you eventually, I think all of us, no matter what choice we make, we have that, you know, ability to, you end up choosing your choice. You know mm -hmm. who said that? Was it Lena Dunham? I choose my choice. I choose my choice. Oh, that's cool. Somebody, yeah. somebody in um, pop culture said that. Um, but you just, like, it's just a brand new skill, you know, mm -hmm. a brand new thing yeah. to do. And there's a lot of books. I definitely could have read more books. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, Sasha and Eric were very academic about their approach to being parents and rearing children. And, and you know, and Andrew and I are just like, not that way. We're just like, we'll figure it out as we go. And we were punished <laughs> for choosing that approach. But um, oh, I also no. think, think no matter what, like the beginning is really hard and children, babies are all super different and you never know what's going to work one time a second time it might not work yeah you know it's yeah. just trial and error there's no genius behind that it's just trial and error trial and error you know yeah um so why do you think other parents or your own parents didn't let you know on the big secret the parenting is hard um one very kind soul did. Her name was Susan Hoffey, and she worked with me. Um, and she kind of pulled me aside one day because, oh, pregnancy is wonderful because you get so much attention. People love pregnant women. Oh. They, they, like, they give up their seat for you on the bus. 
they they, they want to mother you. Yeah, they, they recognize yeah. you as the eternal mother. And then and then they act like you're so special, like and really they should be like, ha ha. You know what's coming. <laughs> you don't know what you're about ready to get into. You know. Mm. But um, she pulled me aside and said, you know, becoming a mom is really hard. And I was like, really? You know, I had no idea what she meant by that. But I was like, okay, sounds interesting. Um, noted. And you, I mean, but you've heard over the years that, like, babies don't sleep at night. And, you know, like, as, like, a just sort of through your adult life, like, yeah. yeah like, you, you hear these things of, like, and you think, oh, okay, well, maybe... What do you think? Do you think it was like my baby will sleep in the night or? I knew that I was going to have a hard time with the sleep deprivation. I knew that because like I always, I need my sleep to be normal. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a huge problem. Um, but nobody, I think that parents and people like to sum it up because sometimes when the topic of parenthood comes up, you're already pregnant and then people are like, I don't really want to ruin this for you. <gasps> so I feel like they don't tell you the truth at that point. Yeah. Because they don't want to, like, ruin your excitement. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, yeah, so then, and then they also say, like, having a child will change your life forever. Yeah, it'll change your life forever. Because people don't have the time to tell you about this, mm -hmm. really, you know, how difficult it is. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. But but my parents, no, they never let on. And maybe it's because they have grown children who are, you know, 40 plus years old. And, and when you come to that point in the parental journey, you're so proud of yourself that you lived through it. And, you know, your children are <laughs> productive members of society. Right. Nobody committed suicide. Right. Nobody, you know, is addicted to heroin. You're good. You know, you've yeah. done your job there, you know yeah some form of happy mm -hmm. so why ruin it <laughs> right Bur why burst the bubble no. <laughs> so that's why i think that people don't really go there yeah i mean i know that there is a balance right of like the love that you have for your kids and you would never never not have them right, right? it yeah. but it uh but it is, man, I mean, you know, I can't imagine how hard it can be sometimes and how, how, how hard it was to go from, a, a, you know, to have no kids to kids. That's, that's the big kicker. And I think that, um, gosh, you made such an important point there. Um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> It'll come back to you. Yeah, well. Um, what did you say, though, before you said the having no kids to... Oh, kid? uh, that it's... That it's oh, I remember. Um, no, I, I, I say this to myself all the time. Like, I have all the skills in the world to be good at this, right? Mm. Like, I have a family who's, like, supports me. You know, grandparents on both sides, an education, mm -hmm. a great job, a nice place to live. You know, a supportive, loving husband. Mm -hmm. And I still, I mean, not now, but at that time, I was like, I still find this extremely difficult to deal with. So... How is it that anyone can be successful considering like everything that comes at you in life? I, right. I just feel bad for 
parents because sometimes it's like you feel like it's the most important job in the world. Like yeah. if you fail at this, you know, where are your poor little children going to end up in life? You just want them to be in like a, a happy, you know, yeah. safe, productive place. Yeah. And, and if you just, you, it's always so scary. And so I feel for people who are, you know, in the middle of a divorce or who, you know, or are a having a single parent or 19 and pregnant. Exactly. Or, yeah. You know, economic struggles, you know, that just compounds the difficulty of an already stressful situation. And actually, you know, parents who have become parents and have gotten addicted to drugs, like especially men who are like, you're becoming a father. That's also extremely difficult. And you're dealing with a new mother and you don't know you don't have those skills or you know and it's yeah. like these people are turning into oxycodone addicts or heroin addicts and it just makes me so sad that they don't recognize that becoming a parent is stressful enough mm-hmm. to send you into this other yeah realm of coping yeah because people will find a way to cope with it mm-hmm. you know and they'll use drugs or alcohol or you know or, or dis- they'll or leave. disconnect or leave yeah you know i mean it's just not an easy little journey to like walk through do you think your kids will ever hear this i hope they do they can. i mean it's not that you don't love them or anything it's just you're we're just talking about how oh, hard how hard it is. i hope I'm going to make every one of them listen to this because that's going to make them be like, maybe, maybe I won't have children. And that's perfectly great. Yeah. And maybe they'll focus on themselves in their own lives. You know, uh, you don't have to have children, you know, to be happy, but they need to know all the fucking work I put into raising them. Should I say their names? No. Okay. (laughs) Um, We'll protect their identity. Okay. Um, so parenting now versus parenting when we were kids, how do yeah. you think it's different? Like, well, I don't know. I mean, you can answer this too, but I get the feeling that my parents were like, let her go play in the corner. Like they, they were super loving and, and like kind, but they didn't go out of their way to like cater Oh, to me. Yeah. And I feel like parenting now is a little bit more like that. Like you're kind of pressured to like be the helicopter. Yeah. The helicopter parent right, and be right? super involved and constantly be playing with them and, you know, be watching them and-, yeah, and catering to all their activities and giving them new ideas. And, you know, and it's just like, uh, mm-hmm. you can't do it. Mm-hmm. And whereas our parents were like, let's have a party and drink some beer and get in the pool, you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, we we lived on about an acre, and um, in the in the summer in the unincorporated King County, uh-huh. essentially, <laughs> and uh, and so we would go run and play in the woods. And we'd be gone for hours, you know, and then yeah. we would just come back when we were hungry. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it was like come back before dark. Okay, I mean, I also you know I'm a triplet, and so and I, so I was. We, there were four of us. I'm not a quadruplet. I'm a triplet, but we have an older brother. So yeah. there were four of us that would run around and um, we'd, you know, spend tons of time in the woods. And um, what was it? You said something that was so cool today before we were doing this podcast about what it means to let your child do something independent. 
All right. Um, I read in this parenting book about how um, allowing them to play by themselves is really passive acceptance of their behavior. So it's it's really a good thing to just allow them to quietly pay, play by, by themselves in the corner. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that. You know, I'm always like trying to insert myself, and you know, you're like maybe they're lonely. Micromanage. Maybe. Yeah. You know, yeah, or, or and I think the the working parent thing factors into this. Like I don't get to spend every waking minute with them and I work full-time so every minute I am around them I have to be engaged with them you know right whatever activity it was right but I agree with you I mean my my life was just like that I had a neighbor I played with her every day we were outside in the in the pasture in the woods making stuff you know riding around our bikes in the neighborhood roller skating whatever yeah, exactly. Not hanging out with mom and dad all, all the time. Right. I mean, my dad and I played basketball. We did a lot. They t- took me places. I was in, you know. Yeah. I mean, that was later on, though. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think parenting's a little different now. And there's a lot of pressure. And this this um, article I pulled up, it's, it's a Time Magazine article called The Goddess Myth. It was really helpful. It talked about, like, the pressure to breastfeed and the pressure to be this perfect mother because it's like why do mothers these days feel so bad about themselves and that they're doing a bad job and that they're failing all the time mm. and it really goes into that so i recommend that article for any hmm. new parent will make you feel better yeah um what about your marriage how did that relationship change as the three of you formed a family well i think that um that's a really, um, that's tough because cause you're focused on a new little entity. Yeah. And you don't really have the ability to date night all the time and hang out one-on-one and kind of be the same way you used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's definitely a change there. But I think it's, I think in the best of cases, you form an even closer bond because let's face it they're usually there in the delivery room <laughs> right with you yeah you get to see the whole you know well they've already seen the whole shebang <laughs> but not quite like that <laughs> that's true and i think that a lot of <laughs> i had a nice long ob rotation in nursing school so right. i get what you're saying right mm-hmm. yeah so and then um so that happens and then you know um and hopefully you, you guys can, I mean, obviously you find a lot of joy in right. like looking at your new little newborn together. That's yeah. really fun. We spent hours doing that and getting them dressed and, oh, I mean, those are the really good times mm-hmm. and the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had our kind of, we had, there's just ups and downs cause there's like hormones and a lot of discussions about like how to parent and the approach to take and what to do. Oh. that's a new topic for new parents and we mm-hmm. didn't really i mean anticipate that but it comes up like yeah maybe you intuitively think you're gonna have the same viewpoint on something yeah and they were like whoa wait mm-hmm. a second you know mm-hmm. that's, oh we don't see eye to eye on this mm-hmm. yeah, yeah fortunately my husband and i kind of pretty much did i mean that's awesome a lot of yeah but i mean i think yeah, we're, we're very much on the same page now. But there were little struggles along the way. Yeah, so um, 
Do you have any advice to, I just want to say thanks so much for sharing all this yeah. uh, about parenting, real, the real shit about parenting. Uh, I want to say thank you to my mom. Uh, yeah. Who birthed triplets mm -hmm. and lived to tell about it. Uh, anyway, what advice do you have to others joining the parenting world? Well, you know, obviously I ended up having more than one child. I had a second and a third. Could you believe it? After all of that. You loved it so much. Right. See, I do love my kids. I love being a mom. You just have to grow into it and it gets so much better and so much easier. And now I get to lay in bed with my kids and talk about topics that I love, like passing notes about girls and chasing boys and all sorts of, you know, like, <laughs> like things that I can understand, you know, right. a little bit yeah. better, like human interaction and making yeah. friends and getting in fights and doing problem solving and, you know, yeah, talking about, you know, saying our prayers at night and, you know, all the good stuff comes a little bit later. So it's not all as bad. I didn't, I hope that I didn't turn anyone off too much, but it feels good to talk about. Um, there's a lot of good stuff on television too. Like the letdown is a really good show. I, I probably should have joined a peps group or like a, you know, community of new parents. Mups. There's one that's called peps. Yeah. My friend, Laura, she, she joined uh, a mom's group, like as soon as she had kids and yeah, you know, she all of a, all of a sudden had an instant network for exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, like, thank goodness my, um, my husband's, um, group of guy friends all had children. So, you know, then we all get to hang out with our kids together and, and that's really fun. But, um, there's a lot of, this topic is not new. It's, it's, I think in the last 10 years, it's becoming more of a conversation about how difficult it is. So you can find a lot of good stuff out there to keep you motivated. And One thing that was hard, I think also is. Uh, our Ali and I, you know, we've been friends for a really long time. We have the same core group of friends that we've, yeah. you know, that we've all been friends since like seriously middle school and high school. Exactly. So for 30 years. Um, and, um, anyway, we, a lot of us have not had kids. Exactly. So, um, anyway, um, she was a trailblazer in the kid department. Sure was. We have another friend. So, um, that was, I know that was hard for you. I will say that you have been an amazing parent. Thank you. Your kids are super adorable and yeah. cute. And I love them dearly. I put a lot of love and energy into them. So. Yeah, you can tell. You're a but great parent. But it's just hard work, I'm just saying. That's all I'm trying to say. Right. You want yeah. to just Know what about... you're signing up for. Right. Yeah. You just want to just talk about what it's really like. What it's really like. The reality. Thanks for sharing all of that. You're welcome. I love you. I love you. I love you. Let me do it. She's the best parent, really. And Amber's the best dad. Okay, we're done. Thanks for tuning in today. Please follow us on Instagram at Meltdown City Podcast, or you can email us at MeltdownCityPodcast at gmail.com, or you can check us out on our website at MeltdownCityPodcast.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.